blessings shall be your portion today and forever in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Here we read how Jacob blessed Joseph at a time when he was about to die and he released some blessings upon him. When Joseph came out from the prison, he received 16 different blessings. And now his father was about to die, he added more blessings to him. So what are the keys that make Joseph to receive these blessings? But before I talk about those keys, I just want to explain to us, so we'll be able to understand very well, what is a blessing? When we are talking about a blessing, if somebody says you are blessed, or somebody says God bless you, what is that person saying? What the person is saying in essence is that let all the forces on the earth see to it that you are blessed. Somebody said that the first word God pronounced upon man after creation is blessing. So what is blessing? Blessing is God giving power to something or somebody to do that which they are designed or intended to do. I repeat again, blessing is God giving power to something or somebody to do that which they are designed or intended to do. You see, you are created for a purpose. There's a reason why God created you. And there is a what God has in mind when he was making you. So when God say, or when people say, or when you say, I am blessed, or somebody say to you, you are blessed, or God say to you, I bless you. What God is saying is that you are receiving a power to do that which you are created to do in life. In other words, blessing is receive the power to fulfill your purpose or receive the power to fulfill your destiny. And before I go further, I also want to say that a blessing is a force that draws goodness upon a man's life. A force that draws goodness upon a man's life, upon a place, upon a situation, upon a thing, or even upon a family. And that is why I say today, God will bless you. God will bless your family. God will bless this nation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So now, since we have known what blessings are, what are the keys that makes Joseph to receive these blessings? Number one key I discovered was that Joseph, from the beginning of his life, he was focused. Joseph was focused. In spite of what he suffered, he never lose his focus from his vision. And what does it mean to be focused? To be focused means to fix one's attention steadily towards a central object. So Joseph fixed his eyes upon his vision 
in the book of Genesis 37, Joseph had a dream what he was to become in life. And as he journeyed in life, he passed through some uh, uh, situations, he passed through some problems, but yet he never lose his focus. My brothers and sisters, the pandemic in the whole world has made everybody to be the same. Nobody can travel abroad. Even the rich will no longer enjoy their riches now. And let me ask you, all the clothes that you have packed in the wardrobe since this lockdown, how many of them have you used? I saw somebody yesterday on the television went and, um, you know, bring some good clothes from the wardrobe, wear it and started dancing at home. He said, well, there is lockdown. Fine. I thank God for his life. He's thanking God and praising God. But my point is this. Even those who have invested our money now can no longer enjoy the money. Because the pandemic has made everybody to be on the same level. But let me tell you something. Even with this pandemic, please don't lose your focus. Don't think that Corona is going to take away your vision. Don't think that Corona is going to take away your ambition. You are locked down today. Very soon you will come out of that lockdown. And when we all come out of that lockdown, let's pursue our vision. Don't lose your focus. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14. Philippians 3, 12 to 14. I read from New King James Version. Apostle Paul said, Not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What Apostle Paul is saying here is, it does not matter what I'm going through. Whether I'm going through the fire, I will not lose my focus. And I want you to say that to yourself. I will not lose my focus. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two key that helped Joseph was that he refused to sin against humanity. He refused to sin against humanity. When Joseph was tempted by the wife of Potiphar, Joseph had opportunity to sleep with the woman but he will see, be sinning against his master. He knew that if he had agreed with that woman, there may be a lot of opportunity that will come out of it. For example, the woman of the house can protect him. The woman of the house can defend him. He may have more freedom. But let me tell you, he will have been sinning against humanity. He had the opportunity to cheat his master, but he refused. Do you know that many people now, because of this pandemic, they see an opportunity to cheat others. They see an opportunity to steal. They see an opportunity to be dubious. Something you bought in the market, and you bought this thing for 10 naira. 
But because you heard there is pandemic, you now hold it and begin to bring it out little by little. And something you have sold for 20, 30 naira, you are not saying it's 500 naira. Because you know people are in need of it. Look at this face mask. During the dry season, I think I can't remember whether it is 50 naira they were selling it or 20 naira. Now go to the uh, pharmacy and see how much they are. People at the time of challenges look for opportunity to destroy others or to cheat others. That was not Joseph. Let me tell you, whatever you gather by cheating, you will vomit it. Whatever you gather by uh, cheating others, it will stand as a stumbling block against your blessing. In the book of Genesis 49, verses 3 and 4, Genesis 49 and 4, look at a man that sinned against humanity. Look at what happened to him. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power, unstable as water, you shall not excel, because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. He went up to my porch. That was Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob. Reuben was entitled to a double portion of his father's inheritance as the firstborn, but he sinned against his father. On the day the father will be blessing them, instead of Reuben to receive a blessing, he received a curse. My brothers and sisters, if you want to be blessed, stop sinning against humanity. Many of us thought that sinning against God is the only thing. No, in fact, sinning against humanity is much more than sinning against God. May God help us in the name of Jesus. The third key that helped Joseph was that apart from the fact that Joseph was focused, apart from the fact that Joseph refused to sin against humanity, he also refused to sin against God. Hmm. Every sin a man commits will take him farther from his destination. Every sin a man commits will take him farther from his destination. When you are moving forward in life, every sin you commit will take you steps backward. And it will take you time to catch up to where you have left. Joseph refused to sin against God. In the book of Genesis 37, verses 7, and 10 to 10, sorry, Genesis 39, verses 7 to 10. When uh, Potiphar's wife was trying to lure Joseph into fornication and adultery, look at what happened. I read from New Living Translation. And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could 
I do such a wicked thing, it will be a great sin against God. Can you hear that? He refused to sin against God. My brothers and sisters, do you know that after this lockdown, the whole world can no longer remain the same again? There is going to be a new beginning for everyone. Start a new life with Christ and your life shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. Number four, the fourth key that helped Joseph was that Joseph was in the prison. Joseph was in a situation whereby his hope of escape was not even sure. Because in the king's dungeon in those days, it was a, 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 a place of no return, so to say. You go to the king's dungeon, you are not sure whether you will come out alive. But do you know what? Joseph was in the prison, he was still helping other prisoners. He was in the prison, and yet he was helping other prisoners. My brothers and sisters, like I said earlier, that some people are seizing the opportunity of this pandemic to cheat others, destroy others in order to enrich themselves. But do you know one thing? That I heard the story of a woman. Recently, it was her story was on the social media. I watched the video where the woman was saying. If I see a man who can sleep with me and give me 500 naira so that I can feed my children, I will give my body in order to feed my children 500 naira. Then, when people saw this video, people started arising to help this woman. I learned that one of the, uh, somebody gave her, you know, one of the celebrities gave her 100,000 naira. You know what this woman did? She went and bought bags of rice with money that people gave to her. Bags of rice and she started sharing at the community. This was somebody who was also suffering. But the little she had, she shared with others. My brothers and sisters, some people will say, I am suffering. I have not been able to solve my problem. How can I help others? Joseph's problem was not solved when he solved the problem of others. May God help us in the name of Jesus. You will see that in Genesis 40, verses 1 to 13. Genesis 40, verses 1 to 13. Number five, key number five that helped Joseph was that Joseph forgave his brothers before end. You may think that Joseph only forgave the brothers when he saw them. No, 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 no. Study the Bible very well. In Genesis 42, verse 25. Genesis 42, verse 25. When his brothers first came to buy food in the land of Egypt, what did Joseph do? He gave them food free. They never knew it was Joseph. They have not even apologized to him. They have not told him, we are sorry for what we did to you. He recognized them, but they could not recognize him after about 30 years or thereabout. But do you know, 
that this man, the moment he saw them, he has no grudges against them. How many people had offended you and you refused to forgive? They will hinder your blessings. In Genesis 43, verse 31 to 34, also, Joseph did what? He fed his brothers again. Genesis 44, verse 1. Genesis 44, verse 1. He also gave them free food. In Genesis chapter 50, verse 19 to 21. Genesis 50, verse 19 to 21. When his brothers finally came to apologize, what did he tell them? He told them, he said, do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? Many of us, we have put ourselves in the place of God to take vengeance. Let me tell you something, brethren. There are two things that belong to God He will not share with anyone. Number one is His glory. Number two is vengeance. He said, vengeance belong to me. They not belong to you. I know. You may say, Pastor, you don't understand what my uncle did, what my mother did, what my father did. God says, forgive, so that your blessing can be released. Number six, the sixth key. Joseph was diligent and hardworking. Wow. Joseph was diligent and hardworking. If you read Genesis 47, verses 13 to 26, Genesis 47, verses 13 to 26, you will see the exploit of Joseph. Joseph was able to manage a whole country for seven years undergoing famine. Seven good years. The seven years of plenty, he managed it. The seven years of scarcity, he managed it. And that is what we lack in Nigeria, even among our leaders. When there is surplus, we don't have people can manage them. When there is scarcity, the little they have given to the masses, they still kept it back. Remember, the judgment of God is coming. He was diligent and hardworking. I could see some people now, no, there are some people who are genuinely in need. Genuinely in need. But do you know that before this lockdown, there are some people who have no single plan for their lives. Living on others. May God help us in the name of Jesus. You can write down Proverbs 12, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. Then Proverbs 21, verse 5. Proverbs 21, verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. But those of everyone who is hasty, surely to poverty. And number seven, and the last key that helped Joseph to receive the blessing. Joseph never misused the opportunity he has. When Joseph was before Pharaoh, and after interpreting the dreams of Pharaoh, he was now given a cancer on what to do. But do you know one thing? Joseph never asked Pharaoh to put him in charge. It was at Pharaoh's prerogative. He never asked that he should be put in charge 
many of us, we have opportunity in the past, but we misuse them. We misuse them. As a matter of fact, this pandemic has opened our eyes, everybody's eyes, to the fact that we must plan for tomorrow. Can you see our government? They are sick now, they can't travel abroad. I thank God that this pandemic is not only, is not selective. If this pandemic has been selective, it's something that is happening to common man, and our leaders can travel abroad, they will tell you they are going for conference in America, and they will hold that conference for two months. They will not come back. But now, the airport is shut down. They can't go anywhere. The hospital they abandoned. That is where they are visiting now. The same hospital they refused to equip. That is the one they are borrowing money now to begin to equip them. Is it at this time we should be doing that? Some hospitals have tasted paint many years when they were established. It is now they were repainting. It is now they know they need to buy a new bed. It is now they know they, they should change the equipment. We have opportunity in this station, but we misuse them. My brothers and sisters, after this pandemic, after this lockdown, go back to your drawing board. All the opportunities you have missed, follow after them. You can still recover some of them because recovery is possible. And do you know, brethren, you have a greater opportunity. The greatest opportunity anybody can have on earth. And that is the opportunity to give your life to Christ. Let me ask you, if this pandemic has been raptured, how will you find yourself? The gospel has been preached to you, but yet you refuse. Oh, pastor, I go to church. I'm a chorister. I'm a worker. I'm a minister. Is that all? What about your relationship with God? The opportunity you have now is to amend your ways with God. My brothers and sisters, I believe coronavirus is a warning for every man to prepare for the rapture. It is my prayer. You and I, we shall not miss this opportunity in the mighty name of Jesus. We are going to rise up to pray. If you are there, you are here to give your life to Jesus, wherever you are. I want you to please lay your right hand upon your heart, your chest, and say this prayer after me. And say, Lord Jesus, I thank you because you died for me. You shed your blood on the cross of Calvary. My Lord and my God, I ask today that you come into my life. I confess and I forsake all my sins. Forgive me all my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. From today, give me the power to go and sin no more. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. From today, Lord, give me the grace to live a new life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.
I congratulate you. Now, quickly, you are going to take these few prayers. Number one prayer you are going to pray. Thank God that you are still alive. I said it last week. Many have died. Many have gone. Appreciate God that you are still alive. Go ahead and, and thank God. Father Almighty, we thank you that we are still alive today. That we are all alive today is a testimony. Is a testimony to the fact that you are faithful. We bless your name, O Lord. Accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, because of our time, please write down this prayer request and take these prayers on uh, your own to the glory of God. Number one prayer, pray to God and say, Father, please help me to be focused. Help me, O oh Lord, to be focused. Don't let me lose my focus. Number two, pray that, Father, every sin has committed against humanity. Please, Lord, forgive me and cleanse me with your blood. Every sin I've committed against humanity, forgive me, Lord, and cleanse me with your blood. Number three, every sin I've committed against God. Father, please forgive me and bless me with your blood. Number four prayers, you are going to pray. Father, use me as a helper to someone is in need. Use me to put a smile on somebody's face. Prayer number five. Father, in this present situation, send help to me. In this present situation, O oh Lord, send help to me. And prayer number six, pray that, Father, give me the grace to forgive all those who have sinned against me. Father, give me the grace to forgive all those who have sinned against me. Prayer number seven, Father, bless the work of my hand. A man can be diligent and hardworking, and the enemy may scatter the work of his or her hand. Father, please bless the work of my hand. And prayer number eight, pray that every opportunity you have lost in life, after this lockdown, that God will to regain them. Every lost opportunity after this lockdown that God will cause you to begin them. And lastly, add your own personal prayer point. Add your own personal prayer point. Let me pray for you now. Father Almighty, we want to thank you for your word this morning. Please accept our time in the mighty name of Jesus. King of Christ and the Lord of Lords, we commit unto your able hand every listeners, those who are listening now and those who will listen later. Father Almighty, that let the blessings that Joseph received after the lockdown be our portion in the name of Jesus. I decree over your life today Blessing means receive power to fulfill the purpose of God for your life. 
I decree today you are blessed. Your family is blessed. Your blessed. Your job is blessed. Your marriage is blessed. Your husband is blessed. Your wife is blessed. Your children are blessed. Your ministry is blessed. This nation is blessed. Our government are blessed. Our leaders in the ministry are blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you. In this lockdown, you will not perish. In this lockdown, you will not go in the mighty name of Jesus. After this lockdown, you will pass back in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will lift you higher. The Lord will surprise you. He will give you a new beginning. He will answer your prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We return all the glory unto you. Father, when we shall meet again, let your name alone be glorified. Let there be testimonies among these listeners in the name of Jesus. Even what we could not pray over their lives, Father, please do for them. As many that are listening on, trusting you for one testimony or the other, Father, I pray, receive them now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. By this time, next week, let's meet again, and God will bless us in Jesus' name. Anointing service used to hold at Super K Hotel at uh, Diodo, roundabout, offering road in Ibada, opposite Malete Baptist Church, every Wednesday by 10 a.m. So after this lockdown, if you are within the city, you can also please join us. I have some of my other ministers, anointed men of God, that we do minister together by the special grace of God. So next week, I will see you, and I say God bless you, in Jesus' name.